This podcast has been sponsored by the Gottlieb family in Marion Station, Pennsylvania, in honor of their grandmothers who have lived Jewish values and shared their wisdom with the next generation. This is The Book of Life, a podcast that uncovers life lessons from Judaism's most important book, helping you power your day with purpose. Here is Ruchi Koval. A man was once at an educational conference and found himself face-to-face with, of all people, his former teacher from elementary school. The two of them got to talking and catching up, and the older man asked the younger one, what did he do professionally? The younger man replied, actually, I'm a teacher, and you were the one who inspired me to become a teacher. So, of course, his teacher was so excited to hear this and said, well, how? How did I inspire you to do that? He said, well, it's a little embarrassing, but I'm sure you remember the story that happened with me when I was in your class. But the older man looked confused and said, I I don't know what you're talking about. So the younger man said to him, when I was a little boy in your class, there was another student who had gotten this beautiful watch from his parents for his birthday. Of course, we were all jealous of the watch, and we all wanted it. When we went out to recess, my classmate took off his watch and put it in his backpack. And I had this urge to own that watch that just got the best of me. So after everyone left the classroom, I sneaked right back in and stole the watch from his backpack. I put it in my pocket and hoped to smuggle it home safely. But after recess, the boy was, of course, looking high and low for his watch. And when he couldn't find it, he panicked and told you, the teacher, what had happened. But what you did next changed my life. You had us all line up against the wall, empty our pockets, put out our hands, and close our eyes. Then you walked down the row of students and checked for the watch. When you got to me, you took the watch out of my hands, and when you were done with all the other students, you told us to open our eyes. Well, of course you knew it was me, but you never said a word about it again. I I was so impressed with your discretion and sensitivity, and I got the message loud and clear, without shame, and without anger. And because of you, I decided to become a teacher and change lives. Don't you remember the story now? The older man looked at him, and he said, smiling, you don't understand something. When I told all the students to close their eyes, I also closed my eyes. This is such a powerful story about the ability of one individual to change the world. So about six months ago, I got an email that was forwarded me from Mosaica Press, which is the publishing company of my first book. And the email in part read the following. Dear Ms. Koval, I never write to authors, but I was compelled to try and reach out to you with deep gratitude for your book, Conversations with God, Prayers for Jewish Women. Although I consider myself a spiritual person, I'm not very learned in terms of my religion and prayer. We celebrated holidays, but not much more, though my dear father imparted to us strong family values and a deep love for Judaism. 
I was recently inspired to try and find some sort of prayer book for beginners by, of all things, a television program, Stissel. Are you familiar with it? In the program, there is a beautiful element of prayer as an integral part of life in a very loving and spiritual way. Somehow, this planted the seed of a thirst in me. I ended up browsing on Amazon and found your wonderful book. It really spoke to me from the moment I opened it. I don't know where this journey will leave me, but it is definitely opening me up to all sorts of possibilities, and I just had to thank you for your gift. Okay, so first of all, am I familiar with Stissel? I mean, (laughs) is the rabbi Jewish? I am the OG Stissel fangirl. But okay, not really the point. So you might think that I've shared this email as a commentary on the ability of an individual, me, to change a life, hers. But that's not actually where I'm going with this. Although I might add once we're on the topic that if you're listening to this, you should definitely check out my book. Well, one thought I had is that the creators of Stissel probably had no idea that they could inspire a woman in America with the desire to find a deeper connection to God in prayer. But where I'm really going with this is that her email changed my world. Because, you know, those of us who teach or write or try to inspire, I mean, we often wonder, like, are our efforts hitting the target? We really have no way of knowing unless we are told directly that we're making a difference. When this woman opened her laptop to write me that email, she gave me the energy and the motivation to keep doing what I do. I mean, we know that the squeaky wheel gets the grease, and we're all fired up to respond or comment when something isn't right, right? Whether professionally, to our spouse, in our kids' schools, or if we're at a restaurant or traveling. But how often do we remember to pick up a phone or a pen or a laptop to reach out and let someone know that they are making a difference in our lives, a positive difference? especially now when so much of our influence, both transmitted and received, is digital and not in person. We have the power to change someone's world. Every individual has the power to change somebody's world. This week in the Torah, we learn of the census that God commissioned of the Jewish people in the desert. And the Torah teaches that God counted the Jewish people because he loves them. If you think of a person who has, you know, a precious collection, right, of anything. He'll go through each piece one by one over and over because he loves them so much. Well, God counts us, his beloved children, over and over because we are so precious to him. And while God is counting us as a community, he's also counting each one of us as an individual person Because each one of us personally is so precious and so valuable. King David expresses this in in his book of Psalms. And he says that God counts each star and gives each one a name. Rabbi Cook, who was the first chief rabbi in Israel in the early 1900s, so he taught that our name reflects our inner essence and defines our purpose. And when God counts the Jewish people, he's expressing that every individual counts. Each has their own name, each has their own individuality, and each one matters. Every single one of us is a star in God's cosmos, and we each have a purpose to fulfill that no one else can. That may feel overwhelming, but try to think of it this way. 
While you can't always be everything to everyone, you can sometimes be everything to someone. If you're precious, if you're valuable, if there's no one else who can quite do what you do or be what you are, then doesn't it make sense to ask yourself this question every single day? How am I, as an individual, even in one small way, going to change the world today? This is the Book of Life. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Momentum Podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Join Ruchi again next time for more meaning and inspiration from Judaism's most important book, to power your day with purpose. You're listening to a Momentum Podcast. For unlimited inspiration, wisdom, and empowerment, visit MomentumUnlimited.org.